0: From Digitiki.com.
1: We have a word here in Hawaii. And you'll hear it often. It means easy, does it? Relax, and live, and laugh a little. It may explain why, even with our modern conveniences, we still take things a little easier than in some other places. Greetings, everybody. We invite you all to relax and enjoy some easy listening.
0: Welcome. Quiet Village. Welcome back for another visit here at the Quiet Village. I'm so happy to have you with me. Got my Mai Tai right over there. And I am ready to go for another edition here of The Quiet Village. I'm your host, Digitiki, coming to you direct from Digitiki.com, where we are broadcasting from downtown Quiet Village. And I'm so excited about this show. I had this show planned for quite some time, finally did it. (laughs) Actually, this is going to be a two-parter. It's going to be called Easy Listening Goes Hawaiian. Now, I've already done crooners go Hawaiian, and then I kind of wedged in between there um, and this show. Country goes Hawaiian. You know, a lot of people went Hawaiian in the 50s and 60s. And there's no exception. Uh, The orchestras of the easy listening genre are no exception. You have to understand that in the 50s and 60s, when Hawaii became a state, the 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 leisure lifestyle and travel was a big deal uh it was becoming cheaper people could travel they were going to hawaii hawaii was the craze tiki was huge and i dare say that tiki was even bigger and more popular than it is today by by quite a quantum leap it was huge and everybody was going hawaiian tv film, and of course, music. So I decided to focus on uh, easy listening artists and easy listening orchestras that went Hawaiian, at least for a record or at least for a song. A lot of them did whole records. Now, I'm not talking about artists from Hawaii. I'm talking about these are artists outside of Hawaii, mostly America, doing the easy listening sound. Those of you who are my age (laughs) or older, remember going into the old-fashioned record stores? And there was a section called Easy Listening. It wasn't pop or popular music, although Easy Listening was popular. It was called Easy Listening, and it was that really relaxed orchestral almost syrupy strings. Sometimes people described it as weight room music or doctor's dentist office music. Uh, Very loungy, very relaxed, almost uh, stodgy at some point. Very, I don't know how to put this kindly, but very white, uh, very whitewashed. You know, I like it, okay? I'm not trying to talk it down. I'm just trying to describe it accurately, and I know a lot of you probably already know easy listening, but we're we're talking about artists like Montovani and his orchestra, Jackie Gleason and his mood music, although Gleason stuff was, I think, head and shoulders above a lot of easy listening stuff. Um, Lawrence Welk, certainly, but we're not talking about ultra lounge. Now the ultra lounge sound or that really cool, what we call now the bachelor pad ultra lounge sound was a little hipper, a little more up tempo. Uh, it, it wasn't easy listening, although sometimes it was packed in with easy listening. So, um, we're going to delve into easy listening. So, uh, grab your magazine, go to your dentist's office, uh, put your headphones on, sit there and read the magazine while you're waiting for the dentist. As we, <laughs> you're going to the dentist here at Quiet Village, okay? Our, our one and only quiet village dentist he just got novocaine this year uh and and so going to go into the dentist's office and listening to easy listening goes hawaiian right here on the quiet village
1: Hookie, Everybody loves the looky low Where the lau-lau is the cow-cow at the hooky low We throw our nets out into the sea And all the ama-ama come swimming to me Oh, we're going to the looky low The old Hawaiian way And the hooky-law net we Down at old Maria Bay Oh, we're going to the hooky-law hooky 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 Everybody loves the hooky-law sing a song about love.
0: Oh, we going. To the hooky low. Hookie 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 Okay. We're a little up tempo at the end there. That... Was of course the Lao song, done by Ray Conniff, um, Ray Conniff Singers, from the album Ray Conniff's Hawaiian album. Just straight to the point with the name there, and that was actually released in '67. And to my knowledge, that album has not been released on CD. It may be available digitally on some streaming services i'm i i am not entirely sure but i do know in fact i think it is but i i do know that it's never been released on cd um in the middle of that set actually not a classic hawaiian songbook tune um but nonetheless a great tune driftwood and dreams by henry mancini and his orchestra and chorus there's a mouthful and that is from his 1966 album music of hawaii that has been released uh, digitally he also did an album called driftwood and dreams um so he did a little cross pollination with those two records right there and of course the very first tune kicking off our easy listening sound i couldn't think of a better tune george Bruns south seas island magic from the album moonlight time in old hawaii now george bruns for those of you who are real um disney fanatics uh, george bruns is the guy who did a lot of the score for classic disney animation films Big, big, big sound of Disney. So if you go back and actually listen to that song, it just has a Disney sound. George Bruns recorded that album, Moonlight Time in Old Hawaii, and put it out. Beautiful, beautiful string arrangements, but it definitely, it's something I can't put my finger on, but it has that Disney sound. I'm sure this was even uh, played in Disney. There's a picture of George Bruns on the back holding a a trombone, and and in the background is... Uh, a a Disney Studios street sign, uh, so he may have recorded this, uh, you know, in Disney Studios in their uh, in their recording studio. I'm not sure, but definitely has that sound. Okay, I talked earlier about some of the other artists that have done uh, Hawaiian music, and I did mention Jackie Gleason. So I'm actually going to do one by Jackie Gleason. He never really did a Hawaiian record for his mood music, and. It, I actually did a Jackie Gleason, the music of Jackie Gleason, where I didn't talk. I just played it for one of these. Uh, So uh, definitely check it out. I really am a huge fan of the Jackie Gleason sound. Uh, uh, There's something about it that just puts it a little more above and classier than some of these other ones um, in my estimation. And, uh, you know, I could be wrong. Just my... Five cents worth but anyway let's get down to it i'm going to do a jackie gleason he did one called around the world for lovers I and mean, he did a lot of albums where it was you know this and that for lovers mm-hmm. um, so he did one called around the world for lovers beautiful cover of this couple out in the wheelhouse of a big cruise ship at night kind of embracing so it had a lot of tunes from around the world you know a lot of different countries in the title, but it did have one Hawaiian song. And of course, it was the classic that was probably covered the most Hawaiian wedding song. So here is a beautiful rendition of Jackie Gleason doing Hawaiian weddings, Jackie Gleason's orchestra <laughs> doing Hawaiian wedding song. Okay, I hope everyone grabbed their skates for that one. Uh, Actually, those last two there. That was actually um, Hawaiian War Chant, as I'm sure you know that song, by George Wright from his 1963 record, Great Hawaiian Melodies. And that was George Wright on the Wurlitzer, the Mighty Wurlitzer. Uh, For those of you that are old enough to remember, like, organ power pizza and going to uh, some—actually, in Los Angeles, sometimes the— what do you call it the uh, El Capitan, which is now owned and been restored by Disney? They have a giant organ and they'll ha- they'll play uh, old fashioned music like that, and those Wurlitzer organs used to be ginormous, huge multi tiered keyboard wrap around behemoths that you'd kind of sit in rather than at all kinds of stops and buttons and levers and things and just you know, big sound. And George Wright was well known through the early twentieth century and into the uh, the the middle of the twentieth century for his big Wurlitzer organ sound and playing. Um, quite popular. Right before that was another organist, although she was on Hammond organ. So her preference was Hammond. Ethel Smith. From her 62 record, Make Mine Hawaiian, that was my isle of golden dreams. And Ethel Smith was quite a Hollywood um, personality. She was an organist. She's known as being an organist. She was in several movies in the, in the uh, mid-20th century. She was married to an actor. So she was very, very famous, and her big hit, I believe, if I'm... This is off memory, but her big hit was Tico Tico, which is a Latin. So she was known for doing a lot of Latin organ tunes. But that was Ethel Smith. And uh, that record, Make Mine Hawaiian, was actually released, limited release, in Japan on CD. I'm not sure if it's released anywhere else, but there you have it. And right before her, I kind of did two that were together i did bobby hackett on trumpet from his 1960 record hawaii swings that was sleepy lagoon and kicking off that set jackie gleason around the world for lovers only from 1966 with hawaiian wedding song and actually bobby hackett Played trumpet on a lot of the Jackie Gleason records, not on Around the World, but I, that made me want to play Bobby Hackett. But if you ever listen to some of the old uh, Jackie Gleason mood mood records, you'll hear a trumpet that sounds like he's way in the background, a lot of you know, like like he's you know on a quiet two a.m. city street somewhere. That's Bobby Hackett. So he was intimately uh, part of Jackie Gleason's records. So I put those two together. All right, let's move on to now to the king of easy listening. And it's arguable, but I got to say, he's for me, he's the king of easy listening, Lawrence Welk. And Lawrence Welk had a huge, huge career. He was very famous for playing in nightclubs and dance halls. In the in the uh, in America's early 20th century, mid 20th century, very famous, huge following. He was known for the champagne music, and I don't know if you've ever seen the Lawrence Wilk show. My grandparents used to watch it when it was on in the uh, in the early 70s. I remember I'd be over at my grandparents' house on a Saturday, kind of you know early evening, late afternoon. And they'd watch Hee Haw and then Lawrence Welk. And I loved Hee Haw. It was funny. I watched it now, and it's really funny. But uh, Lawrence Welk, and you can actually catch some full Lawrence Welk shows on YouTube. Uh, And uh, he's done a couple where they went to Hawaii. One was Black and White, and it was sponsored by Dodge. And then the other one was, I believe, 1972, where the whole cast went to Hawaii, and then he did some shows where he did a Hawaiian song here and there. But he did a couple of Hawaiian records. He did uh, one called Blue Hawaii, and then he also did one with uh, uh, Buddy Merrill. Now, in the last one, Country Goes Hawaiian, Buddy Merrill was known for, he did his own Hawaiian records. He was very famous for doing steel guitar. He also worked with Lawrence Welk, and he they did an album together called Song of the Islands. So I'm going to play a track from both of those records by Lawrence Welk right now. So we're doing a two first. So here's the king of easy listening, Lawrence Welk, and a one, and a two. Uh. a Lawrence Welk set right there and actually well let's let's start at the beginning Lawrence Welk doing my personal Hawaiian favorite Hawaiian song Harbor Lights from his 66 record Blue Hawaii classic Lawrence Welk sound there uh song um I'm sorry the next one is Sing An Island Song by Lawrence Welk and Buddy Merrill. Buddy Merrill being um, a steel guitar player. Doing quite a traditional Hawaiian, classic Hawaiian-sounding, vintage-y Hawaiian-sounding record there, Song of the Islands. And I'm sure that one came before Blue Hawaii. It has a real, definitely non-Lawrence Welkian sound to it that whole album it's it's quite good and then that last song you heard was of course Kahlua by George Cates from his Polynesian percussion album also I don't have a date for that I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's probably 66 67 George Cates was an arranger and conductor with Lawrence Welk. And if you watch the Lawrence Welk show, invariably in each episode, you know, he's going to say, you know, I now a Lawrence agate Gates, so will will conduct the orchestra. And, you know, this white-haired, bearded, very uh, dapper-looking gentleman comes out and, and uh, directs the band instead of Lawrence Welk. That's George Cates. And he did this one record... Uh, that was Hawaiian-themed. I'm sure he did a few other records. I have to look, but none of them Polynesian-themed. This one's called Polynesian Percussion, and it had that really very kind of staccato, percussion-y. You could hear it. All the songs are like that. And that was in that era when everyone was doing percussion records. You know, there was Polynesian percussion. There was actually several records called Polynesian percussion by different artists. Ping-pong percussion, you know, uh, all kinds, you know, drums and percussion, brass and percussion, Percussion for lovers, yeah, just crazy. So, that was one of them, definitely. George Gates and Lawrence Wilk and Buddy Merrill in that set. So, we are, um, kind of getting close to the end here. So, I'm going to kind of do, um, a big set. Well, I'm just going to do a let's not call it a big set, I'm just going to do a set of violin kind of stuff because, um, you know, easy listening, and of course, like I was saying at the top of this episode, you know, sitting in the the uh, the, the weight music in a dentist's office or a doctor's office, or, or that elevator kind of music is, you know, a lot of people would call it elevator music, very syrupy strings, and there is no shortage of that. So I'm going to get into some string orchestras and string artists that had their own orchestras that did uh, Hawaiian records. And of course, one of the... I I don't mean to sound this disparaging. I'm just trying to describe it in today's terms. One of the most syrupy was Montovani. I believe he was British. It sounds very Italian. He came from England. He was famous in England. And uh, he was a violinist. And of course, so he had his own orchestra very heavy on violence, Very legato violins. So when I play this next one, I'm going to start with uh, Montovani. You're going to get it immediately. You're going to say, ah, there it is. There's the elevator in, in the 70s. And that's the, the dentist's office. You know, if you're my age, you remember sitting in the dentist or the doctor's office and hearing that music. And, and this is it. So here we go. Let's let's kick off with some st- Syrupy strings. Um uh, well, that's yeah, I hope you got your insulin because here we go. Montovani right here on the quiet village. <laughs> that was a nice real easy listening set right there the top of that set we heard the great montovani from his 69 record memories and that was sweet leilani classic hawaiian tune there and uh montovani uh, really didn't do many hawaiian songs i think maybe two or this one i'm not sure i have to go back and look at my my list, but most of his stuff is very European, Spain, this sort of thing, classic American pop hits, but you know that really slow, syrupy kind of stuff. Um, tons of albums. I was really amazed how many albums Montovani had. In the middle of that set, right after the Montovani, we had "Lovely Hula Hands" by Dick Kestner and his Magic Stradivarius, and that was from a 1960 record called. The music of Hawaii and Dick Kestner was like Montovani. He was a, a famous violinist. He had his orchestra. All of these cats—Montovani, uh, Kestner—you y- know a lot of these cats—they played in like huge, expensive nightclubs of the day. You know, the Coconut Grove and some of those kinds of places. Um, you know, it was going out was a big deal, and you'd go and then a full orchestra playing while you danced and, and, and your dining music, so pretty interesting. And that last tune was Now Is The Hour, another classic Hawaiian track. Gordon Jenkins and his orchestra from the 1962 record Hawaiian Memories, and Gordon Jenkins actually did some Sinatra tunes. He is uh, credited for Uh, Arranging and probably conducting some Sinatra stuff as well. So some biggies right there. I gotta say it, here we are. My Mai Tai actually has been empty for a while, so it means we've come to the end of another episode here at the Quiet Village. Stick with us. As soon as this is done, I'm going to start working on Easy Listening Goes Hawaiian Volume 2, and we're going to move into some more a little bit kitschy stuff, and even some easy-listening attempts at Exotica, too. So we still have some more places to go, so definitely stay with us. So that, that little last set was, was really nice and mellow and dreamy. I'm going to give you another one that's mine. I have actually played this track before. It's by Nori Paramore, who is a British composer and arranger and bandleader, but first, I just want to do a quick the spiel, right? Okay. Want to remind you that you can go to the Quiet Village at any time by going to digitiki.com, where you can get a complete rundown on this and all past episodes, all the songs. You can even stream them, and you can tune into Quiet Village Radio streaming Tiki 20. 20- which you can also find on all your devices, your smart devices, and phone. Tune in, all those things, for free. So, okay, I'm going to end this with Nori Paramore. And uh, this album called Jet Flight, I believe it's from 58 um, it's one of those around the world musical trips. But it's all original tunes. So I'm kind of breaking here uh with what with the rest of the show and playing you an original Hawaiian song by an easy listening composer. Uh this album has you know, it's got all the I don't know what you call it, just you know, the around the world. You know, songs called Holiday in London, Barcelona or Barcelona uh Brazilian hangover which is a great name uh it has one of my favorite orchestral exotic a piece called Evening on Tokyo's Sumida and I have played that on um on another show another episode it's such a beautiful song i just love that but he also does one here called Honolulu honeymoon. So we're going to end with that. Here we go. Taking a jet flight with Nori Paramore. Until next time, aloha.